Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Don't forget you can uh, download odyssey.com on the Odyssey app and listen to anything that you might have missed on our shows, interviews, segments, entire shows. Us, Carson Anderson, Mike Enrico, Anything else, Wojo and Rigo as well. Uh, 248-539-9797 is our telephone number. We're joined in studio by the one, the only, T.J. Lang, who, of course, played for the Green Bay Packers for many years and the Detroit Lions for a couple. You hear him every Sunday on the sidelines. That was many moons ago. I know. Many moons. I have a question for John before we get into the serious stuff. Oh, let's go. Do you hate this weather? Like 50 degrees? Just, um, I know you're an ice fisherman and everything this time of year. Oh, this would be a perfect day to be on the ice. The ice isn't thick enough, is it? Oh, th- uh, I mean, you only need three inches. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. That's true. All right. <laughs> so I care. Three inches? That's it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm talking about lowering the bar. <laughs> you would have thought me and John yeah. set that up beforehand. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's like God. I live on a lake. The I look out there. The when you wear the snowsuit, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you it's hard to reach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a lake. It's like you look out there and half the lake is open and the other half it's the ice. Well, you don't go in those spots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm looking at an open lake, I'm saying, I don't well, think this ice is going to be safe. Right, yeah, down here, all right, yeah, it would be a little touch and go. But when you're, you know, when you've had bitter cold for, like they've had up north for so long, you're going to have six, seven inches of ice before you get that snow. And what makes it a huge mess is when you get, like they had two feet of snow, followed by a week of, you know, 40 degree weather, 50 degree weather and rain and it melts it all. It just makes it a huge mess. But you could still, you could still fish. And why every year is there some idiot who doesn't, Follow the rules, and yep. I got to get one more, one more day yeah, in. Yeah, driving they, a full they, truck out drive. there after. Oh, you know, and unfortunately, they fall, and it's like, come on, really? Some common sense. I don't know. I don't do that. I just wondered, you know, because I, hey, for January, I mean, yeah, it's supposed to be fifty degrees. There. I'm like, that's that's awesome. Maybe you sixty know? later. I'd rather have that than the ten degrees. That that, that yeah, is true. I mean, if I'm walking around, I mean, it would be nice if it wasn't raining. Yeah, yeah, good point. All right, uh, we got to start with the uh, the sad stuff that took place last night. Uh, Demar Hamlin, as everybody knows, is safety for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, cardiac arrest on the field. Players were watching some of them, them doing CPR on the field. You guys have all been dealt with injuries before. Sometimes, you know, the ambulances come out, the cart, all that. Nothing like this has 
anybody's ever seen before during a game. I know Chuck Hughes died on the field at Tiger Stadium and the Lions back in 1971, but it wasn't like televised like this, and the players were right there. Um, just your thoughts watching, and then we'll get into the, some of the coverage uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't watching, first off, I wasn't watching live. I right. just saw uh, social media explode and got a bunch of texts at the same time and tried to figure out what was going on, so I went back and re, you know watched the replay. and um, it, the, I mean, frightening. I mean, that is, as a player, you, you always expect – you know, injuries are going to happen, right? You expect you're going to hurt a leg. Maybe you can't walk. You expect to hurt an arm. Maybe you can't, you know, throw the, you can't use your arm anymore. You don't expect that you're just going to not be able to breathe uh, or one of your teammates. And that's the tough part because all those guys were around watching him. Yeah. And I, I think that they, they literally thought that they saw their teammate die on the right. field. Well, and I stop. think that he did, you know, for a second yeah. until they started administering mm-hmm. Uh, the, the health, the safety, uh, CPR and, uh, you know, AD and uh, tracheotomy. I mean, you know, because the guy couldn't, but you're watching that happen on a field right in front of you. That's just, uh, it's, it's absolutely, it's unthinkable. It is. Right. And I couldn't imagine being uh, a teammate of his, you know, gosh, being that kid alone. I mean, being yes. his family, being anybody his related to game. that kid. I mean, that was just, it was absolutely frightening to watch. I couldn't. I was getting ready to go to bed early last night. Me I too. couldn't because yeah. it was just, you, yeah. you shook, yeah. you know, and it's not about how we feel, of course, but you, you can't help but to feel those emotions. I mean, you, you, you're just shook and we haven't seen anything like that ever. No. And that was just, uh, it was absolutely terrifying and just staying up late, trying to, you know, hoping, just holding out hope for yes. some sort of update, you know, before people went to bed. I think a lot of people were like that. Even waking up this morning, I right. couldn't wait to, you know, get on my phone and see if there was any update just about the kid and- uh, haven't heard much yet. It sounds like he's still, you know, critical and, and still fighting sed- for his you know, life. Sedated but, and you know, um, still critical yeah, condition. I think just that that's that's not part of the game. It's not, and I don't. I think that they obviously made the right call not playing again. Right. You cannot go. You, there's no, absolutely no, no now, way. Now it after, took longer than many people would have liked, but I think a lot of that has to do with logistics as well. And yeah. Troy Vincent said this this whole notion. That the refs or whoever they were told you have five minutes to warm up. Yeah, they, the NFL said that is not true. No, and and really yeah. what they were doing was like if you have a weather delay, a lot of times you get you know hey you go back in the locker room you get five minutes to warm up and you're back out there. That's kind of the standard protocol for something like that. So and when when Joe Buck mentioned that, that's instantly what I thought. But you you're looking at what's going on and you're you're instantly thinking there's there's no chance that this happens in the yeah. next five minutes, let alone it's not going to happen at all tonight. Because like you said, for especially for us, we've there's people that you know in those organizations. We may not know all of the players right. anymore, but we understand the perspective that they're looking at and what they're seeing. And there's people in the organization, whether it's former players that you played with that are now you know, in the front office, or there's just guys that you met along the way, and you, you, you cannot imagine the stress, especially at this point in the season where you've got a guy that you have practiced with, you've, you've spent time with him off the field. Like There are so many things that build up throughout the course of a football season. And the the camaraderie that you build up and the bonds that you make through an entire season, just as an individual season, and you get to week seventeen, something mm-hmm. like this happens. It is, it's, it's the impact. I don't even know if we'll know what it is for those two teams right. 
but especially the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for for some time because emotionally trying to come back, even if they ever do play this game or they play their next game, it's it's going to be really difficult for them to right. do. Right, yeah. I think it's silly to try to speculate right now about what they what they should do with this game. Should it be a tie? Should it be whatever? Um, I, I thought the you know we get we crit- we were very critical of media overreaction and things like that. I thought the ESPN did a phenomenal job between, you know, Buck and Aikman, how they set the scene, Lisa Salters, uh, then when they went back to uh, Susie and uh, Colburn, Booger was very shaken up by all this stuff. And then uh, Ryan Clark with Scott Van Pelt afterwards. I want you to hear what Ryan Clark had to say because he suffered some stuff too, not on the field, but he had a situation, and he, I think he really put it in perspective. Couldn't say it any better. I mean, yeah. And I think the scariest part was how long it took to get an update. Yeah. Um, You know, because you can't compare this to what happened, obviously, last night. But there was, you know, with the Lions earlier this year in New England. I mean, Savion Smith was Mm -hmm. that was horrifying when he's laying on the field, not moving. And the ambulance comes out and his parents come out of the stands and uh, the players are sitting there, you know, shook. Like the last thing you're thinking about is going back and playing football at that point. Right. Um, I think a, a reason why they continued that game was because there were immediate updates. You know, they didn't, They, I think it, they obviously had ruled out, okay, he didn't have a heart attack, but his neck is, it looks okay. You know, his head is, mm-hmm. we think he's going to be okay. You know, maybe that was more of a precautionary thing, but anytime you get a stoppage in a game like that, it's uh, it's extremely hard to move on. And I remember I, the Reggie Brown situation on the last game. In I remember 90s. watching that as a kid. It was, you know, and, and being, being at the store, it was scary as hell. Johnny Morton yeah. was freaking out, getting you know, trying to get medical help yeah. and getting people. And obviously, there wasn't the game was blacked out here in, in 1971. But a lion, Chuck Hughes, died on the yeah. field. They took him off to Henry Ford Hospital and they continued the game. Yeah, that's it's unthinkable. I right. mean, it is. And I've you know we've all been a part of injuries. I've been a part of. Uh, somebody with a serious neck injury, and it scares you. Yeah. I've been a part of, you know, watching a guy break his leg, you know, five feet away from me and just laying there with his leg bent around. And even after those, which seem like part of the game, like there's even those injuries are so hard to come back from and, and try to play and try to regroup uh, your your emotions and try to just forget about what happened. So last night was, obviously that was something we'd never seen before. That was something that none of us have ever gone through. Nobody have ever gone through that's, that played last night. Um, it was just overall just, uh, just frightening and just horrifying. I will say it, from everything that I read this morning and even late last night, it sounded like, you know, these people that, were there to administer the CPR and there to give him immediate help might have saved his life. Yes. Now I know he's not out of the clear yet. He's still in critical condition, but uh, how quick they were to respond, how quick they were to do it right on the field, not wait to get him in the hospital, not wait to get him in the ambulance. Like just go right away. It sounds like everything I've been reading that, that immediate treatment uh, might've saved this kid. It was just, I mean, that's gotta be absolutely traumatizing though for teammates to stand there and watch that when you're, you know, playing in a football game. All right, our telephone number, 248-539-9797. Speaking of football games, uh, we want TJ's reaction to what happened in Phoenix on Saturday and uh, what's going to happen Sunday night in Green Bay. 97 won the tip. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.